Are you having a tough time trying to pay off your credit card bill? I owe what? When did I spend over $100 on fast food? Oh, <laughs> drunk weekend. That was a good time. Let us make it easy for you. Listen to the Booch and Pat Show, your better way to get sports talk radio, live on Sundays at noon through Facebook Live or on the iHeartRadio app or anywhere else you listen to your podcasts. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's John Marks, and you're listening to the Booch and Pat Show. Why don't you put on a show and charge admission? What kind of show? I would say something with music and comedy. And murder. Now you're talking. Come along, old chaps. We got us a show to do. You're as cuddly as a cactus and as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back on the air. Uh, bear with us while we try this out because this is a first time for us. We're not used to this. We've been trying to temp- test things out. So needless to say, we're back on the air. What's up there, Booch? We're back. Yeah, we are. Uh, one of the Yeah, I can hear you. You sound a little a little faded, but that's because you don't have a microphone in front of you anymore. Um, I think going forward, we're going to have to get you some headphones and some and a microphone that we can attach so that we can get everything clear clearer but eh, we'll make do we'll figure things out i know your cat i know your computer's on a delay so hopefully um everybody hopefully there's not too much of a delay between booch and myself we shall see that's gonna be weird (laughs) i assume you can hear me since we're on the phone call but your cat like your your uh computer's a little delayed uh the one i have two screens on my yeah and the one looks fine the other one little actually both are fine now Something's playing oh. our theme song again. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, we are back. So, obviously, we took a, uh, like, a two-month hiatus. Uh, I have since moved out of the Pillow Fort studio, and I am now here in my humble abode, uh, all by my lonesome. As you can see, I barely got any decorations, but that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. Um, so, what's new, buddy? How you been? I have show, the shows. I don't know if you were on the video earlier, but it looked like I was like, I don't know. I was trying to open up a wine bottle below me. And oh, it looked like it, it was so blowing you. <laughs> oh, it looked like it was. Uh... <laughs> but, you know, it's Christmas time, so I like to sip on a nice glass of white wine. Yes, it is Christmas time. So as you can see by our video display, we got our Christmas lights up. We got our stockings up. We're uh we're all set in the uh, Christmassy spirit. I got the tree behind me. <laughs> yeah, I just put my tree up last night. Uh, I have to decorate it later. Well, my, my firehouse put a tree up for you last night. They didn't put it up for me. Oh, they didn't put it up. See, I was just gonna put them up for me. Uh, you can't do that, Booch. It's COVID. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forget about these rules. <laughs> yep. Uh, so. I guess that's a nice transition to kind of jump jump start the show here. So, uh, yeah, 2020, since we brought back the show in March, we are still 
coronavirus, quarantining, shutting things down, half open. Now that it was worse. Now that it was back in March. Yeah. The numbers are ridiculous. The restrictions are getting ridiculous again. It's just everything sort of just sucks again. But I mean, it, it, I I guess it's it's coming full circle because it only makes sense that you know the beginning of the year just kind of got all weird. Now we're coming to the end. We're on the the last month, the tailspin. Like you know, let's let's shut everything down again. Your buddy uh, Dictator Wolf, he shut oh. things down on the on the curtails after he got the Rona. Well, he he tested positive, but the next day he tested negative and tested negative the day after that. So I don't know if that was a false positive. Or that was at the tail end of Corona, who knows? But how do you shut people down with 36 hours notice? That's yeah. the part that gives give them a week. Give people at least a week or two to get their affairs all settled. You gave these companies, these businesses, 36 hours. All this food going to go to waste. Beer, alcohol, whatever. That need to get all out in the next week. It's all going to go to waste now. Yeah, uh, I, I was watching... The VFW bought a Christmas tree. It's just going to sit there. Needles are going to fall off. It's just going to. It's just a waste. Everything's just been a, been a waste. Yeah, I. I we're, trying see, we're trying to see if maybe the VFW we can donate it to a family. The, the, like, what the I Christmas tree? What's that? The Christmas tree? Yeah, because it's just sitting there. It's going to be sitting there until after the New Year, not doing anything. So it might as well go to a family that needs one. Yeah, that, that's not a bad idea. I didn't, I didn't think of that. That's uh, very, uh, very generous in giving of you in this. Uh, well, seat. it's not my Christmas tree to give. It was just an idea. <laughs> it was Gaze's idea, actually. Uh, that, that's our great producer right there. But there are things to give. You know, this is the time to give when if you have it. So there are a lot of good charities out there. I gave to the Jake Down Food Cupboard a couple weeks ago. Oh, good, good. Yeah, and you know what? We should uh, we should shout out. We should shout out to all the company. And you know what? At some point today during this show, I will I will run the ads for some of those restaurants that we've uh, that sponsored with us during the uh, the last several months. Because yeah, go see them. Get takeout for them. Yeah, because like uh, I mean, the, I shouldn't say everybody survived the first uh, shutdown lockdown, but I mean, you got you got companies and businesses. You have restaurants that barely survive some shut down for good some just shut down like oh thank god we're back open and that that we can doing things but now like for example we saw that uh that facebook notice or letter that went around saying um yeah about the kt about the uh, keswick tavern shutting down now they're hoping to be back open again correct that's what it doesn't sound too promising yeah and and that's a shame because you had you have the kt uh, a, a a business that I reached out to months ago was uh, the Borough Brew House. They're they're done. They shut down, closed they for good. Down. Did they move? Uh, they moved to a different location. Yeah, they have a couple of different ones. I think they moved. I forget where they moved to. The New Hope, I believe. Okay. Yeah, but it's a shame though. Uh, the Drake Tavern's not doing too well. There's a couple places not doing too well. Yeah. Places. You know what? I don't know how much the fines are. But if you're going to be the only game and show, you might as well just stay open and just take care of the fines. Right, right. So in I the, know there's more bands though that's staying open. Yeah, and it makes you wonder how, uh, like how how they're all venturing. And in the meantime, throughout the show, 
right down here, I'm going to start changing out logos and stuff for the for the people that we have sponsored with, uh, Vintage Kings, uh, uh, The Ways, uh, White Horse Coffee Creamer, all of them. I'm, I'm going to like rifle through some of these logos to make sure that everybody does reach out to them because it's going to be it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be very very tough trying to get through this. Yeah, damn right. That's a shame. I, I hope everybody provides as much as they can. Yeah. It's tough to go jobless right before Christmas. I know exactly. Especially and you know, and aside from just jobless, like you know, uh the, the actual restrictions consist of what? It's uh no indoor dining or no no bars, no uh gyms, no I'd say libraries, theater. but who's who's going to yeah, a library? Yeah, no movie theaters, all that. Yeah, movie theaters, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's going to, this is going to be a tough one to bounce back for for some of these businesses. Uh, I guess we're back. I mean, the barber shops are staying open this time around. Okay. Places. What's the deal with uh, state liquor stores? Last time they're when... staying open, but I heard they're they're busy. They're busy. Okay, I was gonna say because the uh, the first we, shutdown. We, we every... went to Jersey the other day because uh, the, we're so they're so busy. Yeah, because I I knew the first shutdown everything like they locked that all that all that up and it was one of those that was a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, no, that was yeah. Um, we'll so, see what happens with this restriction shit. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, also, uh, since we are talking about the restrictions and the coronavirus and COVID and all that stuff, uh, obviously, since we last did the show, we finally had our election in the United States that it came and went, and we have a president or don't have a president. We don't know everything's <laughs> right. Who, who knows? Uh, but now they're saying that the uh, official vaccine has been approved, and that's being distributed, uh, distributed and passed out as early as tomorrow, I believe. It started in the UK last week. Mm-hmm. So let's see how many uh, three-headed babies start popping up. <laughs> I did. I I did see. I did see a uh, article where uh, a couple of people that uh, that took the vaccine ended up like uh, good old Jr. Oh uh, yeah, Bell's palsy. They started developing Bell's palsy. There's a whole bunch of pictures with like the tightness of the face. I was like, oh man. I'm not touching that vaccine. I feel fine. I felt fine. I'm. <laughs> Just gonna keep on living. <laughs> keep on trucking. Keep on trucking. Let's see what happens. I don't take the I don't do the flu shot. So yeah, I know I don't I don't I'm not a flu shot kind of guy either. The I mean the last time I uh, the last time I got a shot or any type of vaccination was when uh, was right before my son was born. I had to go get the the uh, tetanus and the, what's it called the Tdap or DAPT or whatever the hell it's called. I don't even know. It's like bursitis. Yeah, I said, you work at a certain hospital in Montgomery County. They used to force us to get shots. I don't. I stopped doing that like five years ago. Good for you. Way, yeah. to, way to stick it to the man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got a new president-elect, and they were times people of the year. Yeah, the, yes, yes. Uh, it was uh, Biden and uh, Kamala Harris. Uh, yeah, I mean, people, people of the like, year. Uh, times people of the year should be like the nurses, grocery workers. I agree. But times people of the year haven't always been the best of people. Uh, Hitler won it once, Stalin won it twice. So, you know, Sleepy Joe and Dictator Kamala, there you go. <laughs> so what you're saying is just because time announces you as the person of the year may not be as prestigious as, what it's is it, people, People's yeah, Magazine? <laughs> people, people's Magazine's Sexiest Man of the Year? 
that's that's me. I get that every year. <laughs> there you go. As I sit here on my wine. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> Pinky's out. Pinky's out. There you go. Um, another oddball thing, and this is right up your alley. Um, uh, one of the uh, gearing up for for Christmas season. The hottest item out there right now is the PS5, and all of the insanity that is ensuing around this video game system. I know I want it, but I'm gonna wait a little bit. That is a it's a hot commodity. What what is it? Uh, what's it what's it going for? Like five six hundred dollars? Five hundred? Yeah, I was uh, I, I'm so exhausted now that now that now that I'm a dad and I got a newborn, I'm like super sleepy. So I tried staying up last night and we tried watching Saturday Night Live, but I fell asleep. So I recorded it. I was watching it this morning, and uh, they made they made a really funny joke. Like they were they were uh, goofing about um, the coronavirus and um, uh, what's his name, the, the little uh, Fauci. Uh, the little guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were making jokes about him and comparing it to the PS5, and they're talking about it's like, all right, so the vaccine's coming through, and uh, it's basically like the PS5 when it comes to the celebrities. It's like uh, it's hard to get. Uh, all the rich people got it last week. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. So I mean, that was a funny joke, but um, wasn't there? You all day live, man. I fell asleep at 8:15 watching the Saved by the Bell marathon on E. <laughs> I mean, that sounds pretty sweet. I mean, you I talked to you at 8 o'clock on the phone last night, and you called me about 19. I was already passed out, because so I saw I had, like, three missed calls from you. Passed out until 3 a.m. Well, yeah, I, I, was, uh, trying to, I was trying to get this whole setup making sense. Yeah. So, and, and like I said, going forward next week, uh, when we continue the show, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and get you, I'm going to try and figure out how to hook up a microphone and a headphone set for you. So that this could make a little bit more sense. Everything okay? So, uh, jumping into things, you were talking about uh, people of the the people of the year. So it was announced as far as athlete of the year went to LeBron James. All right. I mean, yeah, he does a lot for the community. I guess. <laughs> Is I mean, I. I then again, I don't know who would be the athlete of the year, but I mean, biggest athlete. So okay, you give it to the biggest athlete. There you go. Okay. He's the biggest name on the planet. Okay. And he's. I getting... think Michael Jordan used to get it all the time. <laughs> okay. So uh, and since I speak about LeBron, uh, there was a lot of Sixers things that transpired since we last were on the show. A um, couple of hirings, uh, acquisitions, etc. Uh, care to give your take on some of the things that you like and or don't like about what the Sixers are doing? Uh, I like it a lot. You, you get Glenn Rivers in here. We don't call him Doc because we already had Dr. J. So he's Glenn Rivers to Philadelphia. I think he was uh, – I didn't want a, a, a coach that's been around the league, but I think he was the best choice for the coach that's been around the league. I want a new guy, but this works for me. Then you get Maury from the Rockets, who he likes to, he likes to trade. He likes to build a team, and you already saw that with a couple of acquisitions that we got, getting uh, getting Seth Curry from the Mavericks, getting Danny Green. I mean, it's the wrong Curry brother, but this Curry brother is pretty good, though, all right? We, well, always get the, we, we always get the non-Hall of Fame brother, but this brother is pretty good. But the, but see, like, the moment, that the like, literally the moment I woke up that morning and saw Seth Curry, 
instantly my head dropped. Like my jaw dropped. I was like, holy shit. We got Steph Curry? Are you kidding me? And I was yeah. I was walking around. I'm like, this is the great. I'm like, how the hell did they pull this off? And like the more I'm like slowly calming down and like looking into it, I was like, okay, I saw the S, I saw the T, I saw the E and the A. I was like, I'm missing a letter. I'm like, son of a bitch. Once again, <laughs> I was like, son of a bitch. Once again, Philadelphia sports teams got the wrong family member. Sorry, if I keep on looking around, there's a lot going on over at the warehouse today. Oh, yeah? What do we got going on at the old warehouse? We got groceries, somebody dropped off Christmas cookies, just a lot of stuff going on. Nice. I love this time of year. Nice. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we always end up with the wrong family member when it comes to Philadelphia. And usually, like, you know, you get Giambi, you get the wrong Maddox, I get that, but th this curry is pretty good. This is, I mean, I, I think he shot 40% from three-point land. Mm -hmm. Not a bad curry to have. Now, uh, the chicken curry the other night did not settle in, so this is the better kind of curry. <laughs> Do you, do you just have, like, a little checklist of, like, oh, I got some jokes for today? I've been waiting to use the board for, like, three weeks waiting to get back on the show. <laughs> uh, so let me – now, Now, granted, it's all rumor, speculation. Um, there's no traction to it yet, I don't think. There's traction to it. I know where you're going. There's traction. Yeah, you, you – all right. So then let's – let me let me get your take, and, and let's get everybody else's take. Now, before we continue, uh, before I get your input – uh, our number is 724-815-0667. That being said, since I'm currently f uh, like FaceTiming you, I don't know if our our hotline would work. And I would I would advise everybody to just like leave comments in the comment section. Uh, I can't see comments, but you have to look out for the comments. <laughs> no, no, I know. But uh, I'm trying to think... Uh, I want to see if the comments are coming up, so we're going to test this out. Uh, I want to make sure it's testing to make sure that this actually pops up so I can see if things come up like they did the last time we did the show or if everything's all screwed up or what. Anyway, right. I will I will be monitoring our chat room, but I want to – oh, yeah, it is coming up, so we're good that way. Yeah. Uh, I want to all make right, sure – I want to make sure that everybody gets a chance to – Speak their piece. So today, use the chat room. Give us your thoughts. Give us your questions. Give us your input on anything. So conversation we're having right now is where do you see the 76ers going? Like if, if there is traction to this, if, if, you know, whatever you think is going to happen when it comes to Harden, what can he come to Philly and what's it going to take? I want him in Philly so bad, but I don't want to give up. The, I don't want to give up a Ben Simmons or Joel Embiid. Now that was the That's one. The problem. That was the one thing I heard was uh, Simmons for Harden plus other things, but uh, a lot more things going on oh, in yeah. Simmons. But, uh, I've also heard things where you can get around it if you give up. You're going to have to give up like three first rounders. You're going to have to give up a Maxi, a Thibel, uh couple other guys probably it's, it's going to take a lot okay but uh hardens i think harden he makes you a way better team because he brings something that we didn't have he brings an mvp caliber type player to this, to this team that shoots 
Okay. He brings the superstar. He, he is what a superstar is. And you have him and you have Embiid, who's becoming a superstar. Ben Simmons, probably one of the best defensive players. I don't see him as a superstar, but I can see him eventually getting there. But James Harden is a superstar. And you know how you win in the NBA? By having superstars. So I'm all in for the for Harden. I mean, I don't want to give away the top two guys, though. Right. Well, and and that's always going to be that's always going to be the 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 big thing is like you know, and we will transition this into like Philadelphia Phillies and obviously the Eagles because the Eagles are playing today and like all the different things that it that it takes to you know are we a buying team are we a selling team are we a rebuild is this a reconstruction like what what is it that we want to be and to get hardened like you're saying it's like you don't want to have to essentially blow up the team for one guy. No, but you gotta find you gotta find something. You're gonna have to give up something to get a hard, and you're not gonna get him for cheap. It's, it's, we all know that. But I don't want him to go with the Nets and be around Kyrie Irving and Durant for the next three, four years. Right. Because then we're screwed. We're 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 done. You, you cook us at that point. Now, what? Compete, you gotta get harder. Compete, you gotta get a superstar. Compete, you gotta get a shooter. Compete, you had to get a real coach. You got a real coach. You got a real guy in the front office now to help Elton Brand. Who's Elton Brand? He's only been a GM for what three years. He needed he needed somebody some help in there. Yeah. He's got it now with a veteran guy. They're moving right along the way I'd like them to do. And getting Harden, man, I would try to get back my season tickets right away. Then if you could actually go to the games. <laughs> yeah, and it doesn't. Doesn't sound like we're gonna be going to games for the next uh, for a while, but yeah. Well, uh, let's see. You 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 bring up a couple of things that are making me like trying to like wrap my head around things. Um, one thing is you you mentioned like uh, not being able to go to games and have your season tickets or whatever the case may be. So, uh, I guess my question is. And, and and not that you would have the answer, not that anybody has the answer. I mean, now that we got the vaccine and things are going to start moving forward, how long do you think it'll take for a fans to either get back into the seats or b what you think um, sports as a whole, not just the NBA since we're talking NBA, but what they're looking at going forward? Because because and correct me if I'm wrong, because I was flipping through the channels the other night trying to keep uh, Jameson entertained. Uh, did did. You, you had Sixers on or you had basketball on the other night, right? Sixers were on yesterday, I think. Okay. So so basketball is back and playing, but not the season oh, yeah, has... Yeah, it's, it's preseason now. Yeah. I think uh, I think they started Christmas Day. I think that's when the first games are slated to go. Okay. Sixers aren't playing Christmas Day, though. But uh, I think that's the first batch of, you know, ABC has their, like, their uh, noon to midnight games going on all day. Okay. They always play Celtics and whatever team LeBron's on this year, and who are, all the other big names. Okay. Portland, all the Rockets will be there. Harden's still there. You know, all all, all the big names will be out on ABC. Now, uh, now you mentioned uh, having a, a decent front office. You mentioned mm-hmm. having a decent coach. Uh, finally, having the pieces put together to go out and get said acquisitions and make big moves and make big plays. Um, with those guys in place, technically front office and and your coach, uh, what do you perceive? How do you see this team 
moving forward under the assumption that Ben Simmons is here and Joel Embiid's here for the next X amount of years with these guys running the show. And like, what, what, what are you thinking for as far as the Sixers go moving forward? We're going to be better than last year because we, we got shooters now. We couldn't shoot, but uh, I still say we're like a four seed unless we get another – unless we get a hardener or somebody. Okay. Yeah, I think you, you're. I think you're. A, you're an all-star player, superstar player, away from actually making noise as a championship contender. Okay. Um, now, one player away. Now, if you're saying we're one player away, do you believe that Harden is that player? Oh yeah, absolutely. You get Harden, you're you're right in the mix. I think you're. I think you're better than Cleveland, right? Not Cleveland, uh, Milwaukee, right off the bat. Midwest team, they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now, um, now for how do I want to phrase this? Oh, thank you, Mister Moser, for liking the stream. Hey, the stream. <laughs> Everything's popping up for me too. So good, good, and see again. That's why I want to make sure that all that stuff works, so that we can see. You know, since. Uh, since the Pillow Fort studio is in two separate places, you know, we got to make sure that things are working and gelling the correct way. Well, we don't look like a freaking Amazon factory anymore. <laughs> We're all quiet up now with a nice little wine bar and a nice little fancy Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, over, I was over the other day uh, dropping off your mail and everything, and I stopped in. I saw Casey, and that was the first time I had actually, like, come over really since I'd moved out. And uh, I, I like that little, like, reading nook that you guys have over there. That's where I'm sitting right now. It's a nice it's a nice little reading nook. I, I walk, I was like, oh, this is this actually is really, really nice. I moved my chair around so we can like, get the Christmas tree and Citizen Bank Park in the background. And don't forget the Nittany Lion. And, uh, can you see the Nittany Lion? I can't really because there's stockings. There's stockings that you have up on the screen are covering it. Oh, sorry. I was trying to I was trying to be festive with our uh, decorations for our show. That's right, as you did a good job as usual. I know. I can also make it snow. Going on in your life, so there you go. <laughs> it's it's the one thing that I can do to get away from everything. Um, the one thing I did try and do, like like I did, I did have like a filter that could make it snow on the screen, but I think that was like making everything lag and glitchy and stuff. So I turned that off. What room are you in? I've been in your house a couple times. What room are you doing it from? It's a secret. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm upstairs in technically the master where we basically are using it as storage. So I just kind of like set you things just, like, up. Put up pictures and like, hey, this is another sports. Well, first off, <laughs> first off, this picture of Gritty is literally sitting on a, a on a bike. Like a, that's a, like a workout bike. I, okay. And then the Miller Lite thing, that's, that's sitting on one of the totes that I moved in. I mean, literally you should see my setup here. My setup, I'm, I have, <laughs> I have four totes. I got a piece of plywood. I got like, I, I mean the camera, the camera work, everything that you're looking at looks good. But if you saw this, you'd be like, who Jerry rigged this thing? <laughs> there you go. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it, it works. It, it gets right, the job. It gets the job done. Uh, so let's transition from that. I, I did mention uh, Philadelphia Phillies. 
So your Philadelphia Phillies, um, I can't say that I'm too happy with some of the things that I've been hearing in the offseason through the rumor mill. And, you know, and granted, it's it's all rumors, speculation. But, you know, one of the big things that we heard was that uh, uh, initially they, they mentioned Wheeler. They mentioned Harper that, you know, because of um, uh, money, having to trade them off or do something else. It's like. I think that might have all been BS. I think somebody started that. I don't know how true that is. Middleton came out and squashed all that Harper and Wheeler stuff pretty quickly. The JT stuff still sort of gets me. But getting Dombrowski in here, I think that sort of saves the story. Gets me thinking a little bit. Maybe we're bringing back JT. Dombrowski loves spending money. Yeah, and... uh... Towards the end of the, well, not towards the end, like at the end of the season and leading up to our little two-month hiatus, that was an ongoing conversation where you and I kept talking about JT Romuto, and I kept saying, I'm like, look, man, say goodbye. Like, it does not sound like they're they're going to do anything for him. Sounds like they're just going to let him go into free agency and just go about his business. He was, I thought, I thought for sure, if he was going to go anywhere, he was going to go to the Mets. Mm-hmm. But then they, they signed a catcher yesterday, an all-star catcher, uh, James McCann, to a pretty solid contract. So they're not getting JT Romo Muto. I think that helps our chances. Uh, I thought we were probably about 30%. I think we're about 60% now. I mean, your percentages are going in the correct direction, but 60% yeah. still very far away. It, it's, a, it's a hit or miss still, but it's a little bit better. I feel a lot better today than I did two days ago about JT. Yeah. Uh, on, the, on the chat board here, we got a uh, sign JT. So clearly, uh, you know, and, 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 and it's not, it's not for nothing. Like every, nobody's stupid here. Everybody in Philadelphia, nobody's going to say, nah, he's too expensive. We don't want him. Like, no, everybody wants JT to be here. It does not make sense why things are going this way and why it hasn't been done yet. So boys, you bring them in, you keep them here. Everybody in the organization loves them from what you hear. I don't know. I don't work for the organization, but you bring them back. We need to get a good mole. We need, we need, we need a guy on the inside to give us all that inside scoop information. You don't trade a six though for two years of JT Realmuto. Yeah. You don't want to pay six over the next 10 years in Florida for two years of JT Realmuto. I would agree. That would, that would piss me off big time. How how, how, how pissed we talk? I would, I would tell Middleton to get out. <laughs> uh, we're gonna we're gonna get to the get outs. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> Only thirty four minutes in, we got the first get out after a two two month hiatus. I like it. Keep keep it going. All right. Um, well, he's gonna get out. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So with uh with baseball in. And I do have, I do have one talking point about Major League Baseball. Uh, not so much like it's not Philadelphia related, but I do want to get on top of that. But uh, is there anything that you're uh, looking into moving forward? Because Christmas is what two a week and a half, two weeks away. It's less than two weeks. Yeah, so we'll say we'll say a week and a half. Friday, or a couple days ago. So. Uh, so that puts us, that puts us at what, a month month and what like a month and a half at most until pitchers and catchers February 14th that area usually yeah so 
what are you? What are some of the things that you're hoping for and what you expect to see out of this organization uh, in that time by by that time frame? Like obviously, well, you want to see the obvious answer is we want JT back. Yeah, obviously that. But let's let I want something I want something else aside from just the JT talk. Like uh, Cole Hamill's on a one year deal to end uh, his career would be nice. He'd be a nice four, four or five starter for you. He'd be your uh, new Jamie Moyer, the old guy that's just like coming to hang out. He he didn't change his stuff to become Jamie Moyer, but he'd be that veteran guy at the back of the lineup. Because then you go in, you have uh, you have Nola, Wheeler, uh, Spencer Howard, Eflin, and Hamels as the five starters. I think that's pretty decent. I didn't happen being in your bullpen. I think that's a decent. He's there. I can't help. I can't help but notice you. You left off uh, Vinny Velasquez. I said Vinny V would be in the bullpen. Oh, oh. Then you must. I, I. You must have glitched out on me. And I didn't hear that. Okay. Okay. So uh, that's a nice. That's a nice dream. That's a nice hope. Um, what about uh, uh, Didi Gregorius? What about? I don't see. If, if we're having problems signing JT, I don't see a, see a signing DD. I, I think you you move uh, Segura back to shortstop full time. Now you move Segura back to shortstop full time. Uh, you or, don't. Or you go. Or you or you talk to Cleveland, who's talking about trading Lindor, who's probably top three shortstop in baseball. Mm-hmm. Behind my boy from the Padres, Fernando Tatis Jr. Is he your boy just because you like to say his name or because you're actually a big fan? I like Fernando Tatis Jr., but I also like to say Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> and it was like a $15 shirt, so I bought it. <laughs> okay. Um, now, I'm trying to find it in our group chat that you and I are a part of, but uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, Rule 5 pickup that was for shorts? Uh, here it is, Kyle Holder. Uh, we do rule four. We pick up rule fives every year. I don't. I really don't put too much into it until I get to see them. Yeah. So uh, Philly selected shortstop Kyle Holder from the Yankees with the 13th overall pick in the major league portion of the Rule Five draft. Yeah. And that was what on Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, Tuesday. What our meetings last week? So it was one of those days. Oh, I forgot about this. I'm going to bring this up when we get to football. Can't wait. <laughs> nah, it's gross, but we'll get into it. Um, so, what do you think about the idea of uh, Kyle Holder uh, trying to fill in a spot at shortstop? I never, I never heard of the guy. So you just stick. Before, so, so stick. I don't know anything about him. So stick with Mean Gene. Yeah, I mean, he's a your starter. You got Donald Palmet set at third, and you put a. You hope. Uh, you hope what's the king where you can play second for a year. <laughs> That's a good hope. That's a good hope. I mean, I think he was like he, he had COVID last year before the season. I don't know if that's what struggled him for the whole year, but uh, I hope he bounces back and can actually play 150 games for us next year. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the one thing I did want to talk about this, and this is going to get us away from the Phillies talk, uh, close up uh, MLB talk for the for the week. <gasps> And transition this into something very weird and quite horrible. Welcome to 2020, where nothing makes any goddamn sense. Uh, a major league umpire was busted 
yeah. in a human trafficking sting. Yeah, I know. What the hell is that about? Like, you know what? And I know it's it's early, but I, I'm going to give it to him. That's my what up with that moment. I was, I was thinking about that earlier in the week. What's up with that? What's up with that? That... That is such a bizarre story. And like, you know, um, maybe maybe it is partly because uh, I guess you, myself, other people, maybe it's just because we're so naive or maybe it's just me that I'm naive. Like when you get to a certain when you get to a certain level of caliber, whether you're an athlete, whether you're a professional referee, umpire, like when you're in that spotlight, you may not like, you know, obviously you're just an umpire in Major League Baseball. You're not LeBron James. You're not Michael Jordan, whatever. But I'm just saying, like, you are, like, the top of the top of when it comes to umpires because you made it. So <laughs> it it's so weird to hear a story like that where it's like, oh, yeah, this guy was, uh, like, you know, selling people. It, it's, it's not good. He's, he's, uh, it's kind of weird. It's kind of bizarre how these – how this – these. Ideas come in people's head. Oh yeah, let's uh, like how the how effed up are people to do this kind of stuff? Especially, he's got a pretty good job, like you said. It's not like you know. Yeah, I, I you know, like cause, a good job. like because so, I've always I've always I've always had that argument. Like, and it's not even an argument. I've always had that same mentality when it comes to football players. Um. Where, where it's like, okay, you, you know, um, up he he got suspended or he's fined for basically smoking pot, and it's like, you know, like what are you doing? And then you hear stories about guys that are like, that get banned from the league or something like that because they had an unregistered weapon. They're not supposed to have this. There's they remove the serial number or this guy's a drug dealer on the side. It's like you're getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars to play football. How are you this like? How are you involved in that? And at least with that stuff, I'm sitting there going, okay, like upbringings. <laughs> no, and I I understand that it's it's people's upbringing. Yeah, but over, it's nurture over nature sometimes. Yeah, but but again, you're saying that's people's upbringings. Who's being who's being brought up to sell people? Like uh, people, parents that sold other people. So I don't know if their parents sold my, people. My God. Like and and the more and more like you know with the uh, with the Jeffrey Epstein thing with this thing like and you hear about like these human trafficking and sex trafficking and all these things that are coming out in the media, um, being a postal worker and and this goes for everybody uh, that gets mail delivered to your house when you get those like uh, the the that we call it Advo when you get the uh, you know your circulars every week if you look on the front page down at the I think it's at the top or the bottom it don't matter that's where you have your uh, that's where you have your, uh, you know, uh, this part, like, you know, have you seen me? Yeah. And it's like, and and the more I see, like, these, like, stories on TV and stuff, I'm like, man, did these people get sold into sex trafficking or human trafficking? I'm like, like, this person, yeah, I'm like, this person's been missing since 91. Like, at this know. at this point, you're... Back the people? Yeah, at this point, you're either A, dead, B, a grown adult and don't want to be found, or C... You you yeah. were taken so young. You, see, you were taken so young that nobody know like you don't know that you were missing. True. I don't know. It that was such a weird story when I saw that one. 
Oh yeah, that was definitely that's a that's a pretty messed up situation going on there. Very, very, very bizarre. Um, so let's sh- shift gears here. Let's get into a little bit of football before we get into our NFL, because uh, games are kicking off in about 15 minutes. I just want to touch on uh, three talking points: Army Navy game, Penn State winning, and the Big Ten changes the rules to let uh, Ohio State into the championship game. Floor is yours. Which one would you like to start with? I'll take Penn State for 100. (laughs) All right. Let's take Penn State for 100. Now, with with COVID and everything like that and seasons being shortened and seasons starting late and games being postponed and blah, 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 blah. The one thing that stays constant, at least for me, is that I work every Saturday and I have yet to see one goddamn Penn State game. I have caught oh. every every game highlights. Like, you know, here's the final score. This is what happened. This is that. And for a while, I was like, okay, we are we are not winning. We are a team that's just not doing well. And then they play uh, yesterday, and they win. What was the final? 39 to 21, I believe. <laughs> Again, I, I can't I, I can't catch uh, a game. So how how did our Penn State do? So Michigan State's always a tough task. I mean, we, we always seem to blow that that game, but uh, they're terrible this year. So uh, Penn State's coming in at the right time. I mean, they're coming in at the end of the year. It's not the right time. They're not going to make the bowl game or anything, but they're playing well at the end of the season here. They're three and five. They should be four and four if they was if the referees did the right thing and gave us the win against Indiana. Oh yeah, I I, re- I remember that one. Again, a game so, I called for the highlights. Be, I, in my head, we're four and four. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a nice win yesterday. Nice win against Michigan State, but it's it's not going to get you much. Now with uh, with. Because I've thought about this a lot. So with this being a season that is so, like so bizarre, so weird because of Corona and everything, do you give a pass to most of these organizations when it comes to wins and losses? Or do you still hold them to a higher esteem saying, yo, these are games that you should have won. Like, what do you do? Like, And then start calling for people's jobs. Because there have been some uh, firings across, uh, what, the NFL, I think? Uh, so I don't know. I don't know much about uh, any firings across college, college sports wise, but I'm I'm curious. Do you do you hold them to a normal, uh, a normal regard, or are you kind of giving them like, well, you guys didn't really get to have a normal season? I go with uh, this is a Mulligan year. Okay. Uh, this year off pretty much, and let's see what happens if things get back to normal next year. Okay. If they're still bad next year, then you guys start looking into what's going on with Franklin and everything else. But this year, I, I, I'm not. I'm just a, it's a throwaway year for me. Throwaway year. So what you're saying is like, you know, Penn State is they just are what they are, and you know, maybe next year they can try and make a playoffs or something. Or a bowl game. <laughs> uh, playoffs. What are we talking about playoffs? You can't playoffs are hard to make playoffs? unless you're Alabama, Clemson. Right. I know. I just wanted to play the sound clip. That's all. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so, uh, again, with some of the things that have changed with the rules and bending the rules and making things different, uh, OSU 
ends up what what exactly was going on? They they were supposed to play Michigan, and it was really Michigan it got postponed because there's a lot of COVID situations at Ann Arbor, and so they canceled the game. And that would have been so you need six games yeah. to be eligible for the Big Ten championship. Right. They've obviously only played five games because the Big Ten started later. And they've had a couple COVID situations where games been canceled. So they've only got to play five games this year. I hate Ohio State, but you can't put this on Ohio State because they were they are the best team in the Big Ten. Spoken like a uh, true fan of Ohio State. <laughs> Shut the <laughs> get out. <laughs> hey, you know, I I gotta try and find. I gotta try and find. You're not better than Northwestern or Indiana or any of these other juice teams out there. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Ohio uh, State is the best team out of all those juicy teams in the Big Ten. Big Ten's not that good <laughs> this year. Michigan's been terrible. Michigan State's been terrible. Penn State, we just talked about them. They they just started playing good. Too little, too late. On the the wrong side of Fast and the Furious. Too little, too late. We'd rather be too fast, too furious. Right. Eh, as always, next year. We'll see how it goes. Next week, you got Florida versus Alabama. Okay. You You got Mac Jones. Versus uh, Kyle Trash right there. Those two are my two Heisman guys. Quarterback Mac Jones, quarterback of Alabama. Kyle Trash, the quarterback for Florida. I was ju- I was just about to ask you about that because uh, when I was this morning when I was setting up the uh, um, the this week in sports, I was doing all that. There's a ton and ton and ton this week in sports of. Uh, you know, this was your Heisman Trophy winner, and I was, and I was curious. I was like, okay, because a, I, I've been so swamped. I don't even know date. I don't even know what well, today's date is. Um, so, who is your, uh, who's your front runner? Who's the guy that you think that's gonna get it? So, like I'm saying, it's Kyle Trask versus Matt Jones on Saturday night. Whoever wins that game will be the Heisman Trophy winner, guaranteed. <laughs> Okay. I mean, you have a couple people you can throw in. You can throw, uh, you can throw sunshine from Clemson if he has a good game, but he's been out a few games with COVID this year. You have Devontae, uh, I forget his name, Devontae Jones, uh, wide receiver from Alabama. Very good, uh, very good year. He, he'll probably be in the mix, but it's gonna be Trask versus Mac Jones. Whoever, whoever. Plays whoever outplays the other quarterback on Saturday wins Heisman. Okay, and that and that's you. That's your no matter like you're taking that to the bank. You can lock that in the bank. Lock it in. You better lock it up. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Okay, we're gonna lock that in. We'll uh, we will come back and see how that pans out when uh, the Heisman finally comes out. Yeah. Um, I want Kyle Trask. I like Florida better than Alabama. Okay. Okay. That's not a problem. We'll, we'll, we'll see what goes on. Nothing All crazy right. with that. Ten minutes before kickoff, and we got fantasy implications playoff week, so I'm sort of talking to my fantasy partner here. 
that, and that's fine. And since since we got uh, I got my fantasy partner to chat in my ear off. So since we're doing fantasy, I got your fantasy partner chatting my ear off too. <laughs> well, that's awkward. <laughs> we're not talking about fantasy. Talking about other stuff. Oh, okay. I was gonna say that's a weird thing. So uh, since we are since everybody's uh, talking fantasy, let's jump into our I guess our predictions for against all odds this week, and we can we can decide how things are going to go. All right, so a couple of things with against all odds. Uh, Those are different picks, I, I didn't see it. No, no, no. I, that, that's, that's why I'm going to preface this. So okay. <laughs> I asked everybody for their picks. You and I were talking like at 7.30 in the morning this morning. And you're like, oh, I forgot to get my picks. I'm like, that's fine. I got to get everybody else. Everybody got to me. Moser finally got back to me, I think, 10 minutes before the show. So I didn't get his in in time. That's why he doesn't have a graphic, but I will go over it. One of the things that I will say so that everybody gets a chance to see what we're talking about is this is what everybody is playing for. And by everybody, I'm talking about the five of us that we go head-to-head week after week. This, my friends, is the official Booch and Pat show Against all odds, turnover chain. So, since I'm currently in the lead, I'm going to rock my turnover chain. Um, I can't see you on here, but that's all right. It's all right. It's right there. It's right there. I can't see it. <laughs> Why can't you see it? I got, uh, I got the, uh, the oh, odds. Damn it. I yet. forgot that there's a uh, split screen. I forgot. Right. I'm looking at the wrong screen. Here, I'll show everybody. I'll switch over. This is the official turnover chain. So I'll rock my turnover chain today because I'm in the lead. Now let's get back to our uh, picks for the week. All right, so as the, uh, as the records stand, uh, it's very close, neck and neck. Uh, I got 36 wins. Helm and Gallo both at 34. You're at 32, and Moser is bringing up the rear at 29. Pretty close. I look at these records, they're a lot better than if you go on the ESPN and those guys or Fox. They always seem like they're under 500. Uh, yeah. And also, I need to preface this right off the bat because with our picks, uh, and, and this is nothing against Helm or Moser or Gallo, you and I tend to take games that are just off the beaten path a little bit because why do you? Why would everybody want to – like? Everybody can read a line and say, oh, yeah, this one, like, they're favored by 13. Obviously, I'm going to pick them. We're going to give you games that, like, you know, eh, maybe you're on the fence about. So, that's where we stand. So, um, let me, why don't you go over your picks while I try and find Moser's picks for the week so I can make it, make sure his gets written in. Right. All right, so, uh, I got it. So, uh, across the board, with the exception of myself, Everybody is taking the Titans this week. I was looking at that. I said, okay, everybody's taking Titans. I, I'll take I'll take the game. It's a pretty choochy game. It's choochy team to play. Okay. Uh, in the number two spot here, I have you. Uh, you're taking the Philadelphia Eagles against the Saints this week. And I will talk about that when we talk about Eagles in a little bit. Okay. Uh, the rest of us. Oh, no. Uh Myself, Helm, and Gallo, we're all taking the Chiefs. 
So you can lock that up. Well, not that's not our official locks, but you can make those bets. Take the Chiefs this week. Uh, Mr. Moser is taking the Buffalo Bills. So keep an eye out on the Buffalo Bills. Uh, he's also in last place, so we don't know. I know. Uh, third row, you're taking the football team. So I think I might be the first team, the first guy out of our little group here. Let's take two NFC East teams in one week. <laughs> I will agree. You are definitely that. You're not the uh, first Washington one to take the football good. team. Washington's coming on. Al Smith's playing good. Evans is playing good. They're playing the 49ers. I just don't think they're good enough. That's why I feel like I'm going with Washington. Okay. Well, I went with the 49ers. I see that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm taking the Niners. I was kind of torn. I, I didn't know really what picks I wanted. I saw you took Washington. I said, screw it. I'll go against Booch. I wanted to, I wanted to show some balls this week. I wanted, to, I wanted to go out on the limb and have a little fun with this. I pre- hey, I appreciate it. That, that's, that's, that's solid. That's manly. Uh, Helm, he's taking the... He's taking the Bucks. He's going after uh, Tom Brady this week. He loves him. Tom Brady never lost to the Vikings, so okay. uh, yeah. yeah, we can all pick Tampa Bay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and both Gallo and Moser are taking the Packers. I like the Packers. I like the Packers a lot. That's why they were my lock. Yes, you have the Packers as your lock, and the rest of us have Seattle as our lock of the week. So that concludes our against. Seattle, I think three times this year, and they screwed me over three times this year. Seattle has. Yeah. Okay, so. so I'm not taking Seattle. Every time I pick them, they lose. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, yeah, I'm glad you didn't pick Seattle this week, since we all have them as a lock. But we will uh, stay on top of that because uh, what week are we in? Thirteen. Is it week thirteen? It might be. And also, also three and one. So yeah. Also, I need everybody to understand, if you're following our show, social media page, I've been trying to keep things updated with the with the logos and in everybody's picks. Um, some weeks I haven't been able to because some of the guys get a little too drunk on Saturday, don't wake up until late on Sunday, and then they only put in the late games. Sometimes I'm stuck with my son and I don't get a we'll chance to do it. Now on Saturday, so. that's, that's a good point. So, really? uh, you tore it up on Friday night, though. <laughs> so, just so you know, this is what everybody's playing for. I right, like it. Uh, right here. So that is our uh, turnover chain. That is our against all odds. Um, so as far as uh, fantasy football is concerned, how you ha- how how is fantasy football treating you, Booch? So I hated fantasy football all year. We were like sitting in the we were sitting like pretty much the basement of the league. And then the last four or five weeks, we've gone on a run and ended the season in third place. Okay. And ended up with over 500 record, and we're, we're sitting kind of pretty this week. I don't want to jinx it. So, uh, I like fantasy football again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing the Bill Belichick of fantasy football. <laughs> oh, here we go. The Bill Belichick of fantasy. You know, come on. All my free agents I picked up and come off. Like I don't even know who to start. I have so many good people on my bench. Now is that bo- is that both leagues that you're in? You're doing so phenomenal. No, yeah. Last week I looked at the other league. I think I had three people that were out on injuries. I think there was like a bye. <laughs> what was your final score? What what? I think we, we barely got over fifty. I think fifty-three points. Going into Monday night, you were at what? Thirty-five. <laughs> 
guys, you guys were sitting at 20 points by like Sunday night football. I was like, uh. We didn't look. You know, we haven't looked at our league in three weeks. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. And see, and this is this is the ongoing ongoing debate. Which, by the way, since we are talking about this, I know I owe you money, and I will be paying you. I just haven't seen you. I've been juggling everything, but you will get your money from me. Um, but the, you're not going for it. Half the league hasn't paid, so it's all right. But see, that that that's my point. Is like when it came to uh, playing fantasy football, everybody were everybody was having the same discussion. Do we do fantasy football? Do we not? What co- what's the league going to look like this year with coronavirus? What how is how is the COVID-19 going to screw with everything? And we all took votes and I know for a fact that I said, "No, let's not let's not do fantasy football." But I got outvoted. It's like, "Okay, fine. Then we're I'll playing the group." I was like, "Okay, fine. Then I guess we're going to play fantasy football. It is what it is." Now, in the one league that we're in with Gallo that he runs, it sounds like nobody's willing to pay up with the exception of you, myself, Brogan, uh, like, uh, there's a lot of people. Like, so I guess we're not paying that league. I have no idea what's happening. I have no clue. Uh, and and, well. and, I, and I'm not I'm not gonna throw people. I'm not gonna throw names out there and be like, yo, this person's not paying. This person's not, like, that's not what this is. It's just here we are. It's 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 been a jacked up year, and because of it being a, ja- a jacked up year. We have 60 degree weather today, and it's going to be 8 to 12 inches of snow on Wednesday. <laughs> Booch, I'm so sorry. I for- Booch, I'm so sorry. I forgot to do the weather report with you. I know. I, I, I meant, I've been meaning to say that all day, but I was just like looking outside how nice it is. Then I had like a, a group chat with like work people asking for certain ambulances because of the snow we're getting on Wednesday. <laughs> Yeah, there's a couple of trucks that have chains to it, or it's like just better trucks for the snow. Okay. I'm like, how much snow are we supposed to get? And then somebody told me eight to twelve inches. I'm like, yeah. WTF? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I had to since I never get a like I I come home from work and then I'm like I'm exhausted from from work and then I like go right to you know, hanging out with my son since I haven't seen him all day. And then next thing I know, it's like nine o'clock. I'm like, I got to go to bed. So I never get a chance to like do anything or go anywhere. So I was like, all right, screw it. Going on Amazon. I need a snow shovel. I need, uh, I need rock salt. Like I need things. Like I'm like, this snowstorm's coming. Cause we had flurries. What? Three, four days ago. Three, four days ago. Uh, I saw a couple flurries. Yeah. So that was. Right for snowball fight, but nobody was around. <laughs> <laughs> Give it time. Give it time. Um, so with the uh, with coronavirus wreaking havoc on the league, with it wreaking havoc across the world and everything, as far as the NFL is concerned, we we got to witness something very bizarre when it came to Des Bryant and the Baltimore Ravens. He was <clears throat> warming up the other night, and uh, they yanked him off the field. Said he had to go get tested, and he tested positive. And then his next like two or three tests after that was all negative. It's another little false positive there, man. I don't know how many people are getting false positives. But aside from the fact that it was a false positive, it was weird. Like, he was on the field in his practice, like, in his warm-ups, ready to go, and then they're just like, no, you got to go get tested. Like a random drug test. Remember Turner in the World Series? He batted in the seventh inning, and they pulled him in the seventh inning, saying he had corona. That's a good point. I did forget about that. And then he went back out for the celebration without a mask if you were pissed off at him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, that's a valid point. I, I can't argue that one. Um, so normally, 
And I, I, I did test this out with you earlier. Uh, normally, when we get into Eagles game day, I have the, the whole setup and like the video and everything like that. I just don't feel like playing it because I don't think the Eagles deserve it. Okay. So let's jump into Eagles talk. I know it's a little after 1 o'clock, so we'll finish up here, and then we can all go enjoy Sunday football. Uh, Eagles, four-game losing streak going into today, playing the Saints. It was going to be a tough stretch. That was a tough uh, – that was a murderer's row right there. True. Uh, so you knew everything was going to be tough. You're going into today, um, and since last game – you made the official – well, I shouldn't say you did. Uh, Rose, uh, Not Roseman. Dougie P made the official announcement that we are going with Jalen Hurts at quarterback to start and Carson sitting. And this comes and after – That was just for today. But Chris Morganson said before the show, before I hopped on here, he said this is for the rest of the season. Oh, really? It's just not for today. It's not a tryout for today. Chris Morrison from ESPN said this is for the rest of the season. Wow. Okay. Uh, so I'm just. So I'm excited for today. I. I think Jalen Hurts brings something to this team that Carson Wentz did not. Okay. Uh, a mobility factor. Carson Wentz is mobile, but he's not as mobile as Jalen Hurts, and you just saw like. You just saw how he got out of the pocket. Even if it was for a one or two yard run, he just got out of. He just got out of there where Carson Wentz would never do that. <laughs> right. Well, so Carson Wentz would sit there and be a lame duck and get sacked. And I feel like Jalen Hurts. He saw the pressure coming from one side. He goes the other side. Might not have been for a lot of yards, but he just got out of dodge. Or how wide receivers all of a sudden became open down the field. Right. Do you know why? Because you had a quarterback that threw them during the round, not Carson Wentz holding on to the ball for ten seconds too long. Now, see, I heard I heard this discussion. This was an interesting talking point that I I heard over the week, where um, they they discussed Jalen Hurts as saying that because of how his mobility is, because of how quick he is, because of his talent and caliber, yeah, he could throw the ball. But he doesn't have the he doesn't really have a great accuracy with things. He does though. <laughs> this, this is what they're saying. From that yeah. I heard. It's like his accuracy is good, but it's not like, you know, pinpoint like he can't like needle and thread it, whatever the case he may be. He doesn't throw the ball like a white quarterback, all right? That's what they're trying to say. <laughs> Correct. And my point is, because they as they were talking about it, it's like, is that something that he needs to do because he brings a whole different element to the game that Carson Wentz can't. So, yeah, he can throw the long ball and just go boom. If it's not super 100% accurate, he's given it a shot. But he's also got the mobility that he can scramble, he can run, he can do this. This is also on the fat, on the tail end that they were talking about that uh, the Philadelphia Eagles are the most successful team across the NFL in history to have black starting quarterbacks. Yeah. So, uh, so I don't know if you saw that uh, thing I threw out earlier about when Michael Vick started 10 years ago. I did, against Green Bay. It was against Green Bay when they were down 20-3. to He came in in the third quarter. It was around like five minutes left. And I think Jalen Hurts was around six minutes left against Green Bay in the third quarter, down 20-3. to 
Very similar. Crazy. I mean, Michael Vick was already in the league for seven years, already been to jail for a couple years. So, I mean, Michael Vick was already, like, he wasn't a rookie, but it's still kind of weird how uh, those numbers uh, sort of were exact. But, but you look at Jalen Hurts, and, like, you look at the quarterbacks in the NFL, and who do you think of? You think of the godfather of all these types of quarterbacks is Russell Wilson. Right. You look at the Lamar Jacksons. You look at the Patty Mahomes. You look at all those quarterbacks, and you know what they do? They win MVPs, and they win games, and they win Super Bowls. So why don't we? Why don't we try it out? <laughs> I mean, we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out today. They're playing at four twenty-five, correct? Four twenty-five. We got a lot of four twenty-five games this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, again. You're you're on a four game losing streak going against uh, the Saints. You're changing things up at, at quarterback, so we're not a hundred percent sure what to come from it. The NFC East as a whole is not good. Like no, it's horrible. You got Washington and the Giants at the top of the division with five wins. This is still a winnable division, unfortunately, but <laughs> yeah, it's it it, it it can go either way. Like it doesn't matter. It's just not. It's just not a great division right now, and and that's what that's the one thing that makes me laugh is because I do have a friend from high school that is a huge Dallas fan, which I'll never understand why. Um, but he'll always try and troll people left and right about oh oh there now we can put to rest the is Carson better than uh, uh, Prescott? Uh, who's this? Who's this? he's like oh well Prescott never this or that. It's like bro, your team's in dead last. You you guys are garbage. Like it, just stop. But yeah. at the same time, we have no ra- we have no ground to talk because we're not much better. And um, no, no. Uh, let's see, what was some of the things I wanted to mention here? Um, now my question to you is: Now this this is something I wrote down before you had told me about what you saw today that he that hurts is our starting quarterback for the remainder of the season, barring some type of weirdness or something like that. Uh, my question is. Is Hurts in a bad spot right now? And that, and, and what I'm asking, it, what I mean is, um, kind of kind of like how you have like when you have a, like a football like when it's a trap game, like is he in a position? It's like all right, you're coming in for Carson because Carson's just not doing it. But you put him in against uh, the Saints, who their defense is one of the best, if not the best, in the league right They're now. Number one in the league. So you're putting him in. They haven't given up a touchdown in five games, I don't think. And and this is my point. It's like, and this again was before you had said that he's going to be the quarterback for the future here. Well, for the remainder of the season, it's like you know, is he just going out there to basically? Is this Doug's way of saying here, you guys want him? You got the fans. Everybody's you want him. You want Wentz benched here. Let's see what he can do. And if he fails, it's like okay, now everybody zip it. Let me go back to my job. And Carson's my guy. Because and the reason I say Carson's my guy is because you had uh, Kelsey, you had Cox, you had a handful of guys stand up for Wentz saying, "This is my oh, quarterback." They're not going to turn, turn his back on him. I understand. They're always, always going to come out and say positive stuff, but those guys also haven't said anything bad about Hurts. They're sort of everybody's playing in the middle right now. All right, <laughs> it's a, everybody's having PC. Everybody's got to be PC. Why? Why can't uh, people just like you know, like rage? Like why? Why do we got to be PC? Why can't we just like say screw it? I don't know. 
I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, but I think the Eagles do win today. I think Jalen Hurts does come out and look pretty good. Okay. Now, if I, I really like Eagles today. I know you bet on the Eagles. Now, if you have, if you, if you, if you, if you going forward here with whether whether it's Wentz or whether it's Hurts, what are your what is your standpoint on Doug Peterson? Keeping in mind that the entire city gave him the same treatment that we gave Charlie Manuel. You got us a championship. You could stay here until you're ready to go. You got us what we needed. And now three years removed from that championship, since we got that Super Bowl, everyone's like, yo, Doug's, he's not the answer. Uh, let's see what happens over the next four games. Let's see what they do to protect Jalen Hurts. For, for some reason, we protect backup quarterbacks, i.e. Nick Foles. Yeah. And it looked like Jalen Hurts a little bit last week better than we protected Carson Wentz. Game plan wise, running the ball, quick passes, okay. RPOs, those kind of things that we really don't do with Carson, we did with Nick Foles. <laughs> that we'll probably, they even said we're going to run the ball a little bit more this week. Why couldn't we run the ball? I mean, you're talking, you're not talking about a bad running game. You're talking about Miles Sanders who rushes for 5.5 yards a carry. Okay. You gotta give them the rock a little bit, and they don't do it with Carson Wentz because I think Doug's like, eh, it's Carson Wentz. We can throw the ball forty times to win the game. It didn't work that way, bro. <laughs> you kept the defense on the field too long, bro. <laughs> now my next question to you is transitioning from uh, just a coaching standpoint. What are your th- where where do you currently reside when it comes to um, Howie Roseman? You still have faith in him? You think he deserves to stay here, or do we need to move on from the Howie Roseman experiment? I think it's time for Lewis Riddick show. I think it's time to get rid of Howie Roseman and bring Lewis Riddick back to Philadelphia see what he can do. Okay. Uh, he already said he'd be up for the job, even though he's doing a good job with Monday Night Football. It's been tough to find Monday Night Football, guys. But I want to see him in here. <laughs> now, I, I, I did put in parentheses next to my notes here, as as far as Roseman, is he the one to blame? Is he the guy that it's like, look, you don't got it. Like you're you're trying to you're trying to find some type of Tom Brady esque superstar like down the road or whatever that he could end up growing into something else. And so, is he to blame? Is he to, the question? Is he to blame? Who did we draft in the first round this year? Jalen Rager. Guess who went the next pick? Justin Jefferson, who's having one of the best rookie wide receiver years ever. Guess who went four or five picks after that? Patrick Queen, the middle linebacker of the Baltimore Ravens, who might be a Pro Bowl player in his rookie year. He doesn't draft well. He doesn't draft well at all. We drafted Jalen Hurts, which we'll see what, what that does. We'll see if he's a good player tonight. But he could have had uh, Shin, the secondary player, who, who, you said, who had two touchdowns the other day as a secondary guy. Could have had DK Metcalf over DK Metcalf over JJ Arteaga Whiteside. So he doesn't draft well. It pisses me off. <laughs> so so aside, uh, like so piggybacking off of the fact that you're sitting there saying, and I think a lot of people are going to agree that he doesn't draft well, and that it, it's getting frustrating. It's time to move on. Um, the thing I put in parentheses here is, do we as a collective fan base? Do we owe just a little apology to Chip Kelly? No. 
Chip Kelly was a stubborn, bullheaded motherfucker. And I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad. I, no, no, no. That I, that's and that's why I'm saying a little bit. I understand he's gone. I understand like he was. It was, but whatever. There was clearly the two of them button heads that didn't get along, and that's where. Everybody. So. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I, no, no, it's just a uh, Howie Roseman. He does good with the cap, all right. But how good is our cap on look when we don't have Carson Wentz as our starting quarterback and we have to pay him fifty million dollars a year? <laughs> or if Zach Ertz, who isn't happy being here, where we're going to have to pay him next year. Yeah. You know, how good is our cap looking at that point? So, he's got to do some Joe Banner shit and fix some, fix some shit quickly. I would agree. The cap number's going down next year, too. I would agree. So, and, he's got to fix some shit. Uh, and then, unless you... I have one more talking point that's not football-related, so do you got anything else for football? No, I'm good. I think, well, I think the Eagles went 24 to 10 today. 24-10. Okay. There's Booch's lock-in. 24-10 birds. They don't have Drew Brees yet. Correct. There's still Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill can move the ball. He's not a, he can't throw the ball. I think, we, I, I think our defense has been playing pretty well. They're not our issue. So, I think uh, – I think we will handle Taysom Hill. I think Jalen Hurts makes some plays. I think we win 24 to 10. We win those games that we aren't supposed to every year. I think that's going to be this game. Okay. That's why I'm excited. I'm, I haven't been excited for Eagles game all year. It's sort of going through the motion. Today, I'm excited. Today, today's up, that day. Getting ready. Snacks are coming in. Meatballs are going to the crock pot. Excited day. I'm glad you got that excitement. Uh, the, the the last talking point, I'll do this talking point, I'll do sports history, and we'll close, we'll shut it down. Um, it was it was shared this week. I'm pretty sure you shared it on Facebook, maybe, or I forget. I, everybody blurs together. Was the uh, the interview by uh, what's her name, Kari, Carrie, and Jamil. Oh yeah, Jamil. Uh, yeah, Jamil Hill and and whoever her co-host is. Yeah, Corey yeah, or Carrie, whatever. Oh my God! If you don't, if you if, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, they interviewed uh, that YouTube guy, um, the boxer Logan Paul, Logan Paul Ryan, something like that. <laughs> yeah, they they interviewed him after his big knockout. Uh, and the, of Dave Robinson. Yes, and and the the big question was, was it racist to knock out Robinson? That that that's the question that was asked, not once, but it was asked three times. Especially Jamil Hill's partner on that show, like was like pissed off that he wouldn't answer the question. Like kept on asking him. I know. Like, is this a serious question? It's boxing. I like. It's just like I understand why Jamel Hill gets fired from ESPN all the time. He got fired, and like nobody likes her. But she tries to cause up this stupid controversy that doesn't like. It's just ridiculous she, talk. She wants to create like a race war, race drama, race That's something for no reason. This, this this is not a race thing. It has nothing to do with it. It is a sport where one man and another man get into a ring and try and beat the crap out of each other until there's an a winner. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, Asian, uh, tall, short, fat. It doesn't matter. In shape, not in shape. I mean, shit. Look at look at the uh, Tyson fight. I, I didn't get to watch it, but look at Tyson. 
two old guys that should not be fighting. Tyson got in shape. The other guy was not that in shape. Tyson looked good. Tyson looked like like late nineties good still. And then they and then they called it a draw. And I understand I everybody said it's a draw because they're trying to set up another one and it's all for money, charities, whatever. Right. We're a waste to watch it because it came out to a draw, but I think the fight was actually pretty decent. Yeah. But it's just it's one of those talking points that just came out of nowhere and it's like, how in the hell? Like, first of all, how in the hell is is that something that goes through your pre-production meeting of things that you want to talk about and that gets passed? Like the producers were forcing them to ask these questions. And secondly, I was going to say, how on the network? That's on what? Vice Network, I think? It was on Vice. That does uh, the, the rest of the dark, uh, dark wrestling shows or whatever. Yeah, the behind dark side behind the ring or whatever it is. Dark behind the ring, yeah. Uh, that was that was one of the things I was I was dumbfounded when I when I heard that I said you, you got to be kidding me, but I digress. So uh, no. so anyway, that concludes uh, our show. Well, I shouldn't say our, our concludes, but uh, as 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 it stands now, Wolf shuts us down. You shut us down. Yeah. Well, so as it stands now, uh, um, what I was gonna say is I I know you're probably chomping at the bit to get to what you want to do. So I will jump us into um, uh, this week in sports, and then I'll shut us down. All right. So uh, let's take it away for Sports Rewind. All right. Let's go back in time with this week's Sports Rewind. This week in sports history, 1951, Joe DiMaggio announces his retirement from baseball. 1956, the Dodgers trade Jackie Robinson to the Giants for pitcher Dick Littlefield at $35,000. Robinson will retire rather than be traded. 1961, Wilt Chamberlain scores the second highest total in the NBA, a total of 78. 1968, Joe Frazier beats Oscar Beneva in 15 for heavyweight boxing title. Also in 1968, Arthur Ashe becomes the first black player to be ranked number one in tennis. 1976, quarterback Joe Namath plays his last game as a New York Jet. 1987, Philadelphia Flyers' Ron Hextall becomes the first goalie to actually score a goal. Also in 1987, Larry Bird ends his streak of 59 consecutive free throws. 1991, Howard Spira sentenced to two and a half years in prison for trying to extort money from Yankees owner George Steinbrenner. 1996, the first Big 12 championship game, Texas beats number three Nebraska 37 to 27. 2007, the Mitchell Report is publicly released listing the names of 89 Major League Baseball players that have presumably used anabolic steroids and human growth hormones. Some notable players include Roger Clemens and Miguel Tejada. And this past week in 2020, the competitive form of breakdancing has been confirmed as an Olympic sport for the Paris 2024 Games. And that's what we have in this week's Sports Rewind. So, uh, yeah, we got the uh, the like from uh, Andy Boucher, which we appreciate. That was very nice of you at the end of the show here. Uh but yes, yeah, so breakdancing for the Olympics. Go figure. I can't wait. I, I wish I, I wish I got ready for it. <laughs> Go figure. Well, you got plenty of time. It's four years out. Do a little run DMC. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that that that's a look. So anyway, thank you everybody for uh, tuning in. Uh, again, hopefully next week we'll have a little bit of better sound quality, quality, and we'll we'll figure everything out. But you can always follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, or as always, check us out on iHeartRadio. Grinder, whatever you guys want to follow us on. If, if you're on Grinder as the Booch and Pat show, I uh, I need to uh, move move as far away from you as possible. <laughs>